0: Comment and share. Good morning women. main man, CJ working the airwaves. Make sure the broadcast is coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean? Check us out, Rogue News.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app. The links will be in the description box, and we are right now approximately seven days away from being out of the penalty box, from Rogue News being in exile from YouTube. I mean, we've been in exile since what? January Siege? It feels like
1: forever be forever and a year. I think since the beginning of COVID.
0: Since the beginning of COVID. We're finally coming back. Yay! Hey, we have with us the one and only Frank from Quite Frankly. You can catch Frank over at quite frankly.tv. Quite Frankly.tv. The links will be in the description box. Frank is one of the most prolific social and political commentators of our time who brings a fresh perspective on the current political landscape in the united states and across the world his insights are fresh riveting and they smack you right in the face with hard reality and truth and with that being said frank what's up buddy how are you
2: oh why are you gonna do that to me man jeez (laughs) i have never gotten an intro like that before i'm just happy to be hanging out with you guys i didn't know that you were in timeout i just got off of another small timeout myself um but why the hell so long you said since january january
0: because cj and i were caught Spreading dangerous misinformation and lies. <laughs>
2: me too. <laughs> <color>. me too. <laughs> yeah. They told me they told me uh two uh, I had to take last week off. Yeah. Because I was back to my I was back to strike one again. Yeah. Um and I had to take last week off for misinformation. I'm I'm pretty sure it's because I was doing a segment where I went through Babylon B headlines just to have a laugh. And they told me that the misinformation that I was even though they were not not very specific about it. That I was, I was, um, I had a potential of what would they say? Escalating geopolitical tensions. (laughs) Oh my god! Like these people,
0: retarded, bro. These are not serious people, man. I mean, these, I mean, they're worried about our podcast, which, in the grand scheme of things, is is really nothing, right? In terms of like, you could have like millions and millions of followers, right? We're gonna affect the geopolitical the geo you know strategic outcome
2: of world events this is retarded that's crazy these people are nuts well speaking of before we go anywhere any further because i have to protect my brand at all costs sure. have you, can you guys please before we go any further yeah. properly denounce vladimir putin for me I yes just, I yes
0: just... we, we we denounce vladimir putin we worship ukraine uh I, i'm ready to die for ukraine i don't know about you bro Good. I'm ready I to glow good. in the dark before you crack I feel better now. <laughs> Cosmic glow. <laughs> I'm ready to glow in the dark, man. I'm ready.
2: <laughs> well, I'm happy to be here, guys.
0: Nah, Same here, man. Well, it's always fun having you on. We should do this more often. Yes. And definitely, I mean, the, the synergy is awesome. Your fellow New Yorker, I love it. Uh, I'm just a New Yorker in exile. Um, Shout yeah, out to Bella for setting it up. Shout out I'm to Bella.
2: You, I'm the, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say when I was on with you guys the last time, it was the first time that I went back to um, my wife and I said, you know, Laura, I, they, they brought up a great point today. If we really wanted to preserve this kind of this New York feel, especially with the seasons, why, why aren't we looking at the Midwest a little bit more instead of going down the humid East Coast? And Dude, uh, yeah. so yeah, that, that was the biggest takeaway from our last talk. Yeah, I mean, honestly speaking,
0: it's, like, one of the biggest points for her, especially my wife. It's, like, you know, she's born and raised in New York City. You know, Little Italy, Bronx, you know, the whole nine yards. Mm. And, uh, you know, one of the things she always says, like, look, I need my seasons. And yeah. uh, you're, dude, come out here. I invite you, CJ, and I invite you just come out here just for a weekend. You, your wife, and your daughter, just come out here for a weekend. Come check it out. If you're not thoroughly impressed, I, I, I mean – You, you, dude! I'll buy you a a a bottle of your choice, whatever whatever your preferred beverage is. If you're not thoroughly impressed, you know? Sounds good. Definitely, bro. You have to come out here. You'll love it. Uh, Frank, lots going on in the world. Lots going on in the country. I mean, there. I think Lennon said it best, and I keep quoting it. It's uh, there are decades where nothing happens, and there are weeks where decades happen.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know where do you want to begin, bro. I mean, there's so much to talk about.
2: Oh, I don't know. I mean, I was right right before I got on with you guys. I was reading about this uh, this free speech. Pro- there was a supposedly a bipartisan, uh, you know, something a, a, a gathering, a, a a seminar or something on Yale, the campus of Yale University, and they had like conservatives and liberals getting together to discuss free speech issues and and uh, and it was protested by the, the I don't know once again this crazy gaggle of left wing lunatic children who have been totally damaged in the in in the cradle it, it seems and at the same time i think over the weekend uh, there is like one french university that was named after alexander solzhenitsyn and they want to change the name of the university, because Alexander Solzhenitsyn, who who survived the gulags and lived to tell about it, came to the West to talk about the the dangers and the horrors of living under under uh, Soviet uh, Russian rule and all that stuff. He, of course, had some very not woke um, opinions about where where Ukraine that the Eastern European area out there that's in uh, that's so contentious these days. How years ago, decades ago, we can see that we were heading toward a big time confrontation out there because of the way that NATO is constantly acting, because NATO is the new Soviet Union. And then you have, and then of course, this, this nonstop commitment to Western color revolution and uh, and proxy war all over the place. So it, it's, it's incredible to see once again, that even though we are being told that we are on the right side of history, anyone who has even a small, a small, a small bit of objectivity would be able to suspect. I think that we're on. I think that we are the baddies. Yes, it, it's it's incredible, <laughs> yeah.
0: dude. It's unbelievable, yeah. man. It's like Hans. Are we the baddies?
2: Yes. Are we the baddies?
0: <laughs> That's exactly where we are. Here's a link to CJ to send. Liberal law students derailed bipartisan free speech event in chaotic protest. Police call to the see. These people are nuts, man. Let me, let's just play this thing. There we go. I'm not a girl. I'm not a girl.
2: of freedom of speech The groaning the instant groaning
0: You see the girl with the orange op- overalls <laughs> like a kid man those trans kids up
1: Nice mask.
0: I told you that this was gonna be when those trans kids grow up
1: mentally deranged,
0: man.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, listen, did you ever read good? Did you ever read the, the the Jaffe memo?
0: No, no, what's the Jaffe memo? What is that?
2: This uh, I, well it's part of a lot. I was actually going to do a show. I might even just do it tonight. Um, well, first of all, you have what's his name? Uh oh god, Skousen. Cleon Skousen. He was an old FBI agent, but he was he wrote the book back in the day called "The Naked Communist." You ever hear that? Oh yeah. yes, yes, yes. The Naked Communist. Yes. Well, the Naked Communist. It, it has all of these these tenets, these communistic uh, tenets, to to pretty much dissolve uh, the United States and and to start this slow creep of melting us into a one world government, one world order. What it is, mm. and um, this was all read into the the congressional records back in i believe that the late 60s the early 60s around there and by a democrat from from florida and it's amazing to see how many of the i think it's probably close to 50 of these action points that are in play every time i hear these 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 tortured little red diaper doper babies yeah, that sure. are in, in places like yale you're and in protesting free speech and anything that would actually resemble true civil liberty, um, true um, uh, you know civil liberties, what they're always talking about and and uh, liberation and all this stuff, I always think about how amazingly this went over. And the Jaffe memo was something actually that's something that was separate from all that. It was consolidated around 1967 by um, by Planned Parenthood. Okay, this was a a memorandum that was sent to Bernard Berrelson by Frederick Jaffe of the Center for Family Planning Program and Development. And um, it was about the study of population policy in the United States and how to stop the United States from growing. And, of course, a lot of it had to do with destroying the moral fabric of the country. Yeah. Wow. And and you see this here every time somebody – talk about – Transgenderism is the deciding factor in all public debate today. There's always going to be some loser in this in the that's going to be like, "Well, what about the trans? What about what are you talking about?" It's just knee-jerk. I can't stand this shit anymore. And uh, it's
0: it's disgusting, bro. And the thing is, this it's like there's an there is an obsession if you look at the octogenarian ruling class of Western civilization today, there is an obsession with this stuff, an obsession with climate change, an obsession with uh, trans, an obsession with the LGBTQ, QRS, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z, hyphen, hyphen, whatever, right? It's insane. It, 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 I mean, long after we're collapsed, historians are going to look back as, at, at our time and look at it as a point of, how did this devolution happen? It's incredible, man.
2: Yeah, well, it's going to be what? easy. It'll be easy for people to um, to go back and understand how it happened if if they're somehow encouraged to, I don't know, give up this this moral righteousness crusade to actually know that all right, well, we've been screwed with, and to be able to accept that we were victims of a intergenerational uh, you know, mind war that's been going on. I just sent you this the first thing I can find that consolidated the memo. This is 1967. Wow. This look, is from look Planned Parenthood. Look, 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 look at the things that they're suggesting to, to limit population growth, which, of course, will have secondary and, and tertiary effects on the culture. Read some of that stuff.
0: Sure. Um, okay, social constraints. Restructure family. Postpone or avoid marriage. Alter image of the ideal family. Compulsory yep. education of children. Encourage increased homosexuality. Educate for family limitations, right? Uh, fertility control. Agents in water supply. Didn't, didn't, now that it's going public that, oh yeah, there's a great deal of birth control in the water supply. It's probably inhibiting fertility. Encourage. I,
2: I, I don't know about the birth control in the water supply, but I know that a couple of, a couple of, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that that it would have fertility um, side effects there too, or effects. But we did. We did see a couple of years ago that confirmation that fluoride did lower IQ. Yeah. And um, and there's a, a couple of medical ethicists. Ethicists. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's one guy who suggested at the beginning of all of the COVID lockdown craziness that we should think about putting different types of chemicals into the water supply to increase compliance so that people were not uh, resisting measures that were only in the benefit of the public. These are people who are supposed to be working supposedly in the fields of medical ethics that have been outwardly and very publicly musing about the idea of tainting the water supply to take away people's free will. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're at the cusp of of many more crimes against humanity. If these are the ones who are given, you know, state. Yeah. yeah. I think,
0: I think Tim, Tim pool ran a, a whole segment on, Oh, they're founding. Um, there it is. Fertility rate in the United States. Let me just uh, read through this real quick. Modified tax pause. This is where we are at, man. Substantial marriage tax, child tax, tax, married people, more than single Remove parents. Tax exemption, uh, additional tax on. Pay- Dude, this is the West is going down this stupid, idiotic, Malthusian road to absolute obliteration. The worst part about this, these idiots are so deluded. They think that they are the rulers of the world. They think that the rest of the world is going to count out to them and follow this agenda. They're dead wrong, man. This is, But what's going to happen is this is going to affect us. And our families that are within the these the countries that follow these kind of edicts, man, it's unbelievable.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. And it's all connected. That's the big thing here, yeah. too. Um the Ukraine, I mean, we could talk a little bit about this, this this incredible turnaround, uh, even though we didn't need them to turn around for us to know what was going on there with the Hunter Biden laptop and the New York Times. But it's all it's all connected there too where when you look at what's being built up in Europe right now, it's a lose-lose for the West. It seems like a foregone conclusion that the West loses here. Um, I think that the only real differential in outcome will be for people in their localities, how you're able to prepare as smaller communities, as saner states within the whole. Um, because what, where we lose constantly, obviously... The, this what we just talked about right there with these memos from the early to mid 60s that have obviously become very very um cherished game plans for society you destroy a the moral fabric of a culture it has nothing to defend itself and then once you do that and everybody is mired in these really superficial ridiculous debates with each other and um and the Klaus Schwabs of the world go on and march forward now whether or not they think that they're actually going to take Russia down to its knees (laughs) by by, uh, all this economic warfare, I have no clue if they think that's actually going to work. Obviously Russia had to plan for something like that before they endeavored to, um, you know, uproot the deep state at their Southern border, which is the only way you're actually going to remove a deep state, not voting it out. Uh, But the other thing there too is if, we have hastened, supposedly, to fight the Russians. Hastened the our own economic demise yep. by de-dollarizing the world. And then, if we actually get into a fist fight, hell, I, I mean, what does it all mean? The the Hunter Biden stuff with the, the the spies that lied about the whole thing. All of this, it all equates to one thing: they do not mind the idea of tens of millions of people dying even as long as they're not able as long as they're able to avoid accountability for what they have meticulously set us up for one way or another they are bringing the west down to the ground floor and trying to rebuild something else which is constantly being plotted over there by the the world economic forum i can't believe out out of all the hallucinating that people do seeing nazis all around them you have this this man uh, Klaus Schwab, who every couple of weeks gets up and says something even more evil yeah. that he said before. And everybody's just like, oh, you know what? It's a really great thing. The world needs to be more more competitive and more inclusive. So you brought it, yeah. So it's all connected, and we're, we are constantly taking steps forward toward that.
0: You will own nothing and be happy. Yeah. Yes. Terrifying terrifying and, and, and it's like anybody who hears that should shudder man it's unbelievable truly yeah
1: I mean I'm I think we're seeing a little a little pushback which gives me a little bit of optimism about it and what I'm referring to is uh, Leah Thompson the uh, the trans the trans swam, swimmer and you know, it, it really you know about five years ago it was really cool because everyone was like yeah we're going to eliminate toxic masculinity it's it's terrible it's the wrong thing to do but these idiots didn't realize that They'd be coming after feminism next, right? Oh you yeah, know, that was that would be the next target. And and now with this opening, the problem is, is that like you know that with with these these women who are being very outspoken, and they should be like liberals should be outspoken against this. This isn't this isn't right. This is completely wrong to allow a a man uh, to compete against against women. And and that's where the attack is. I think one of the problems is is that like right now there's so many politically homeless people like myself who don't align around around Republican, Democrat, the bullshit with with, you know, po- partisan politics that they feel like they have nowhere to go to support some of these ideas because you, you go to the, the, the conservative base and they're like, eliminate abortion and, you know, do all this stuff. And, you know, the alt right. And and so it, it's challenging. But there's there's people out there that that need to understand around, you know, individual ideas, individual freedom, liberty. But if we're not careful, it's a slippery slope because I agree what you said, Frank, in, in regards to the freedom of speech thing is that if, if they could, like they would completely eliminate and rewrite our Constitution if we allowed them to do so.
2: Yes. Oh, oh yeah. And that's uh, it's another reason why um, a, lot, a lot of the, the remedies that people stand by around this time, like uh, Article 5 I used to be a very big Article 5 Convention of States guy and then i started really realizing as as time went on and i'm i'm analyzing the culture a lot more what kind of a constitution would a 21st century convention actually produce if we were to go if we were supposed to go back to the to the start and we pulled together a conven- a constitutional convention, to just to scrap it all and start from the beginning. What would le- even if you left, even if you left the Democrat Party and the Green Party, all the avowed leftists out. What would modern day conservatism bring us? I as shudder a- to think. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean can so you imagine good. Lindsey Graham being part of that or Mitt Romney? Yeah, <laughs> oh. people, forget people forget their history that the Republican Party was the first progressive party uh it, it, out of the two and yeah. it really has been s- somewhat unchanged since the 1850s yeah. it was for internal improvements it was for, it was for uh central government spending it was for central banking it was for mercantilism for protectionism tariffs they were not uh, big free trade people they were they they were very nationalist thinking they didn't like the the, the restraints of of states rights and all that stuff mm-hmm. um so it was it was the politically defunct Democrat Party that leapfrogged over Republicans into the the far reaches of the Marxist left that we really have here. I mean, uh, we have we're a country for for generations and generations now with two left wings, and um, I mean that's uh, that that's that creates a lot of problems in flight you now to have two left wings. And yeah. uh, here we are. It's it's crazy. I shudder to think what it what is it. That's why it always is about. It's not a, it's not about hopelessness for me. It's about how can you how can we all uh, I don't know. Fine focus our attention to what we're doing in our individual lives, with our families, the communities that we build, the states that you're in, making sure that you are are paying attention to who's representing you in local governments and regional governments your your uh, school boards your mayors your your town councils that is really the top priority right now i, I can't tell you how disinterested i am in this um in, in the uh the, the latest supreme court nominee the uh, the, the token oh, yeah. the token character that they put up there for supreme court the supreme court is is a bunch of bullshit. And, um, we need to start treating it that way because the more that we fight it and the more that we try to gain control over these institutions, calling it a restoration is actually working against ourselves. We're validating powers that they never had in the first place. We've got to divorce ourselves from it. And, uh, and that's really what's in our charter too. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Judge, uh, Kentonji Brown Jackson, you know, KBJ is, uh. The nominee. And what's her thing? What, what What's her uh, her law fees? What, what, what's the paper that she wrote? What, I mean, what, what's the claim to fame? Nothing. She's black and she's a woman. She checks two out of the multi uh, 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 optioned you know, victim chart.
2: You know, she got a couple of other problems that they want to just uh, they probably want to stay very surface level on this and be diplomatic with how they conduct these hearings, because, of course, the way that they conduct these hearings is going to be the bigger story. Who was very, um, who was aggressive with the the nice progressive black lady, uh, and and who is standing in the way of a much needed historical precedent to be set? You know, two somebody's going to two hundred something years, and we haven't had a black woman judge, and even though it's been suggested in the past, and Democrats stay in front of it. I mean, look at look at who's in in the. Um, in the head headlines the last couple of days for being in the hospital judge thomas this guy for for a couple of decades now has been the left wing's favorite uncle tom punching bag they don't care they don't care about that history that uh that was set not at all it's not because it, it's not about the even the very shallow view that they have for the world with when as it pertains to race and gender and all that stuff it really actually doesn't even matter for them because they, they it's always about mind control. And um, this is going to be more so about how they can make this into a civil rights slugfest in the media. Because I know that she had some un- unpopular opinions about uh, how sex offenders and pedophiles should be treated. I know that she, is, um, she has had some horrible First Amendment takes. Uh, I think she was of the, uh, the opinion that there, that protests, it should be illegal to speak to women uh, outside of abortion clinics and Planned Parenthoods and whatnot, not to be inside of private property making political statements, but you could not attempt to speak to women outside of abortion clinics um, to, if you were there to, to demonstrate or to even pass out pamphlets or anything like that. So she, she's First Amendment. She's the, not a fan of it at all as we know from all of the, uh, the, the younger crop of future judges we just saw at Yale. And, um, and uh, that's, that's where we're at. So it's another reason why Joe Biden could not really go into detail about her credentials at that farce of a State of the Union, because yeah. then you have to talk about things like this. She really has nothing else in her resume. No, nothing.
0: And she's the ideal candidate. You know, she's, she's a nobody. She's an empty shell. She's an ideologue. And it's exactly what the what the deep state wants. It's exactly what the powers that be, the oligarchs that run this country, is exactly what they want, man.
2: Yeah. It's yep. terrible.
0: With you.
1: Unreal, man. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. I mean, I think they just, not necessarily unsealed, but someone finally uh, put her record out in regards to what you alluded to, Frank, with her not only reduced sentencing of, of pedophiles, of sexual offenders, her openly advocating you know, for that. And I just, I just hope that somebody in the confirmation hearing is has those records and, and calls her out on those. And and we know exactly what's going to happen, right? Like this is, this is the token stamp candidate, you know, in terms of diversity, she's, she's black, she's female. And we know the moment anyone goes after her, that that's what they're going to say. You're, you're attacking females. You're attacking this. So let's, let's, let's hope that, that people uh, call her out on those records and ask her to to defend that is and, and she very well could be out to one of those that wants to normal
2: normalize uh, pedophilia who knows right right yeah this is uh, well I mean w- one of her well it's not her predecessor uh, but uh, one of her I don't know one of her old peers that just departed the earth officially the uh, the other year Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a very big proponent of lowering age of consent to like you know eighth grade or or younger. So it this is um this is something that we see a lot. It's a lot more that that sub- subjectivity, that moralism that is that is eating away at all kind of societal standards that we once had. And it's it's really because we have no no real connection to any kind of higher power anymore. God, uh nothing. I mean that's another thing that's yeah. so Solzhenitsyn spoke about a lot, uh, which is probably why he's going to be f- further and further excommunicated from Western liberal society. But um, here we
1: are. Frank V pushes back on that all the time in regards to the uh, the, the culture, right? V, in terms yeah. of how we lost that. You know, go ahead, V. You
0: no, know, it's terrible, man. I, like you know, one of the things I, I look at, it's like uh, when you like take a step back and you start to quantify the huge mess that this country's in okay in terms of in terms of how we function in terms of government in terms of the mentality of the people the demographical changes that are occurring the mindset of the younger uh, individuals that are coming up today uh, oh and, and the bloated bureaucracy that is government i don't know how to fix this you see what i'm saying like we will say okay a collapse will fix it. okay fine like, let's just say a collapse happens and and it will we are going to collapse there's no doubt about it Right. But when that happens, what is going to emerge from this? Because we don't have the best and the brightest. We don't have a Washington, a Jefferson, a Franklin anymore. We have Mitt Romney. We have, we have local uh, state officials and electors. Right. And, and, and you look at the population, the population so dumbed down. OK, I don't know what the outcome is going to be it's 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 very, very fuzzy for me. and the reason why it's so damn fuzzy is because we've lost our culture. We don't have that culture anymore. We don't have those values anymore, right? What made Russia survive the collapse of the Soviet Union? Well, they were Russians. They had a culture. They had something to rally behind. you know and and and, and they rallied behind and they rebuilt their country. We don't have that type of of homogenous thinking, right, in the, in the sense of our, 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 our historical identity of, hey, you know what, Constitution, Bill of Rights, you know, we embrace it, our, our, our Judeo-Christian values, all these things, gone. The culture is gone. We have a dumbed-down population that is given to instant gratification. And when you look that look at all those things, you quantify, you start putting it together, it doesn't end well. I don't know, you know, it's like I see maybe a handful of states that are going to do better than others, and I think it could possibly be a, a loosely knit cacophony of states, but I don't even know what that would look like as well, man. It's, it's a very hard thing to quantify, Frank. It really
2: is. But I know. we've
0: lost culture, man. Culture's gone.
2: I know, um, and it, it's all part of that reason. The, the reasoning is that uh, it, culture binds people. And when you say that there's a collapse coming, and we, it's it's one, we wonder what the hell is going to come up in its ashes, it really is just that 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 outlook that you have to you have to look at this as the the demolitionists, the world government globalist demolitionists. They first spent a long time putting up the you know how when, when a building is going to be brought down they first put up the, the the long tall fabric walls to keep all the debris within a uh, a certain area it's all, it's almost like uh, like fabric scaffolding like you got to get ready for the, the 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 fallout when they're bringing a a building down to its footprint i feel like for a long time that scaffolding has been put up around our society and when that the, the only problem i see here is that a collapse even though there is no and when we say collapse we're talking about yeah all of a sudden your your dollar doesn't buy you what it used to um, There is no more resources coming in through the federal government. There is a supply line breakdown. There's nobody. There's nobody from a couple hundred miles away who's going to bring in, uh, you know, barrels and barrels of apples and bananas for you or kiwi when it's out of out of season. Everything that you used to be able to rely on in a completely dependent mess. Like everybody, here, here's the other thing. I'll, I'll give you an example of. Yeah, you're saying that there is something there underlying, underlining you know, Russian society that at least gave them something to build on to come out of that 100 years of Bolshevik darkness. And yeah, there has been a Orthodox Christian renaissance happening slowly, of course. It's it's a slow thing, but they're starting to come out of it. the The thing about what we have is on the opposite side of that. And that apple cart scenario is we have a very bloated society of dependent LARPing people who believe that they're free and they're fighting for something good and they're trying to make reforms when really they're all just dupes. On the Russian end of things, for example, and I only bring this up because it's so relevant today, they have a very lean society. Uh, whereas we have a we have a military industrial complex and yeah there's an 800 billion dollar a year budget for the Pentagon on the books but we know that the military industrial complex r- runs off of trillions of dollars that is unaccounted for because they do their own, they 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 make their own business around the world. It really is a self sustaining thing and largely unaccountable. The greatest problem that we have as a society that is on the books is a welfare industrial complex, right. and right. that has given people that has given people the illusion that they are free and that we are a uh, a very uh, altruistic society for keeping people afloat but what we're not what we're doing really is not keeping them afloat we're stripping them of their individuality we're stripping them of any kind of opinion and stance and principle base that would that would put them in direct opposition to the government that is keep, literally keeping them alive and um that's why whenever we talk to conservatives about reform so many people in a, in a, so many people who work for government in one way or another, you can't really be, you can't really uh, advocate for restoration of, of American society if your own job is, is going to be on a chopping block. So you want to talk about culture, what they have done is made it impossible for us to really stand on any kind of American pro-individual principles. Because it would mean the end of modern life as we know it, and, and not necessarily the the. And I'm talking about the 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 trap of modern life, which is dependency. Uh, if we didn't have this, God know we we forget about going to Mars. We probably have fucking cities on Mars right now. You're yeah. talking about privatized space, privatized uh, science, education, everything is uh is really slowed down and culture is killed progress is destroyed by this centralization right. and and yeah. and that's really why we can't we can't float ourselves anymore we're too <laughs> bloated we're
0: yeah. too held down yeah there's a great quote from Benjamin Franklin i am for doing good to the poor but i think the best way of doing good to the poor is not making them easy in poverty but leading or driving them out of it i observed that the more public provisions were made for the poor the less they provided for themselves and of course became poorer. And on the contrary, the less was done for them, the more they did for
2: themselves and became richer. Hmm. There you go. Here, well, here's good. Ahead, go ahead. Ahead. No, go for it. Well, I had a, I had a, uh, another, uh, quote from Solzhenitsyn, Easton since I've been, you know, just coming up in and, and getting reacquainted with him too. And it was about the whole idea, um, the uh, you know blinding superiority, the fall of courage, the fall of, uh, uh, of the West. And this is a guy who came to the West in the 1960s to avoid um, to avoid Soviet Russia once and for all. But still as he was here, he saw that there was the start of what really overtook Russia. And uh, he was very, very uh, concerned by it. He said, I spent all my life under communist regime. And I will tell you that a society without any objective legal scale is a terrible one indeed. But a society with no other scale but the legal one is quite worthy, uh, not not quite worthy of man either. The defense of individual rights has reached such extremes as to make, make society as whole, as a whole defenseless, destructive and irresponsible freedom has been granted boundless space. Society appears to have little defense against the abyss of human decadence. To such consciousness, man is the touchstone in judging and evaluating everything on earth, imperfect man who is never free of pride, self-interest, envy, vanity, and dozens of other defects. We are now experiencing the consequences of mistakes which have not been noticed at the beginning of the journey on the way from the Renaissance to our days, we have enriched our experience, but we have lost the concept of supreme complete entity, which used to restrain our passions and our irresponsibility. We have placed too much hope in political and social reforms only to find out that we have been deprived of our most precious possession, our spiritual life
1: mm-hmm. so yeah. um,
2: just goes to show how what what gods have come to occupy the uh, the minds of those in the places like Yale who think that by protesting the the uh, the ability to speak about controversial topics and to hone our ability to to talk with others who are different is actually a, a detriment to a a society that obviously has no real basis for morality at all which wh- where are you going how how do you how do you improve how do you really make progress anywhere if you right. can't speak to each other but the uh, that's where it is, I think.
0: It also amazes me how, how backwards these Ivy League schools have went. How the hell are these idiots even students at Yale? It's beyond me. Like several decades ago, this would not even be possible that idiots like this would be festering within the ranks of the students, student body at Yale, but here they are. It's un- unbelievable, man. I don't,
2: uh, I don't think that they're actually really um, – I, I, I see them as cadets. More than students. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you go in uh, as a cadet somewhere and you you understand that you're going in to pledge a loyalty oath to a uh, a certain institution, a certain line of work, you know, a military cadet. They know what they're doing, what they're preparing for. And that's exactly what this is you see these kinds of people who go into Yale and as freshmen and sophomore underclassmen, you already feel that you're superior than the administrators of the, of the school. Yeah. i the administrators that that you can, you can band together with a couple of dozen of your classmates and, and, and get a a teacher who has been there for 10, 15 years fired because they, they offend your, your Tumblrina perspective of the world. Uh, holy shit! I mean, that's not a that's not a school, and uh, I think it's it's just a place where they can go and somehow earn what they believe is a modern day merit badge. Go out into the world and just become another uh, I don't know, not a crime fighter, but a, a professional political rabble rouser, a professional voter, and then uh, of course a professional apologist when it all comes crashing down around them.
0: Yeah. Exactly right, man. Exactly right. You know, it just came out that Zelensky went ahead, man, and, uh, and you know, that everybody's supporting him. Everybody's got the Ukraine flags going on on their social media profiles. And Zelensky's doing what every fascist dictator does, uh, banning political opposition. And anybody who, who questions him is just like here in the U.S., Who you know, his, his puppet masters here in the U.S. If you question the official narrative, then you are a Russian bot. So I guess we're all Russian bots now, Frank.
2: Yeah. Well, Abraham Lincoln would uh, be would be proud of that move by Zelensky. He closed down over 300 domestic newspapers. He jailed thousands of journalists, judges, everything, because Mm -hmm. uh, especially northerners who northern Republicans and Democrats who did not uh, necessarily approve of of, uh, you know, one thing or another. Slavery really wasn't even a, a big issue um, for the war until about 63 but there's a lot of people just didn't like what was going on to to uh, you know fix one thing or another during our war so you look at this um, you look at this in, in Europe and I say holy hell holy hell but it's a matter of who has been endowed with a certain sense of a certain sense of public who is representing the new public ethos the new morality yeah. And this is it. I, I don't understand anything about this guy until the last couple of months. And as I've yeah. been saying it on my show, he seems like more and more of a Ukrainian uh, Trudeau yeah. than anything. And it's just very odd.
0: The total deep stater, Total deep stater, funded by intelligence ops. I mean, you name it, man. And this guy is a total puppet. And uh, we're supposed to go to war. We're supposed to all, you know, our kids and our grandkids, we're all supposed to glow in the dark for this idiot. You know, that's what, that's what they want you to do. And it's amazing. You, you know, wh- here's, the, here's the thing. Like, you talk about, you know, locality, and if we do another constitutional convention, who's going to really show up? And you and I both shudder to think. The last uh, 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 Congress, the, the last meeting they held in Congress was about authorizing uh, weapons transfers to Ukraine. Only nine Republican congressmen abstained, And it's your usual, it's your Matt Gates, your, your uh, Marjorie Taylor Greens, right? Mm. It's your usual suspect, your Justin Ma- uh, Massey's and all these other guys. It's the usual nine that say, no, we're not doing this. This is ridiculous. Everybody, and I, said, and I looked at all that, oh, my God, everybody else was unanimously, like, salivating over the fact of going to war. These are the same group of idiots, man who are telling you they're suffering PTSD from January 6th, but they're willing to go to nuclear war with Russia. These are not serious people now.
2: No. Well, they're serious, Seriously sick.
1: Yeah. Absolutely seriously sick.
2: I don't know. Yeah, that's the, I, as I said before, I think that there are tens of millions of lives on the line right now, and um, not to say that the average adult in Congress is a um, – is is any anything less than a a, a need to know water carrier for what's going on, and are also held in orbit by the immense levels of stupidity from their own their own uh, constituents. You know, it's it, it's just incredible. It's incredible to see this mass formation psychosis, mm-hmm. as was very popular to talk about a couple of months ago when it came to COVID. It has been completely transferred over into making war. And, uh, dude, it, it, yeah, I, mean, I mean, dude, I mean, where we
0: are as a population, how fucking dumbed down we are. Hitler would have wet dreams of having a population that's as dumbed down as ours, man. And this is why guys like Klaus Schwab are literally walking around with boners, that they can manipulate people like this. It's unbelievable, man. The, the,
2: the, the high that these psychopaths are getting off of us, it's ridiculous. Well, I, you know, uh, my, my, a buddy of mine w- texted me last night and he, sa- he asked me, you know, um, you know, we were talking about just little things like, first of all, like Pope Francis, how Pope Francis is, uh, was even throwing in with his, the war effort by doing this, what I believe is a fake, phony, ridiculous, uh, re-consecrating of Russia just to be able to make as a wartime measure. And I don't believe that this is a come-to-Christ moment for someone like Pope Francis, who is an avowed. I mean, he is completely and dedicated, uh, dedicatedly aligned with war, uh, UN Agenda 2030 thinking. And I looked at this, and I said, no, this is the, I don't trust anything about this consecration coming up. And we were talking, and he said, no, I don't, I don't trust it either. I said, listen, man, this is truly the first, first world war. Uh, I mean, everything is at stake on every continent, and we are talking about a a kinetic aspect, an economic aspect, digital, spiritual. It is a truly planetary war for the first time ever. And then he asked me, "Well, you think this is going to World War III?" I said, "Well, I mean, look, the, the the NATO, UN, WEF, Great Resetters have already achieved, as you just as you just said, V." Um, they've already achieved more than Hitler could ever have dreamed without firing a shot. Yeah. I mean, it, that is, without firing a shot, you think about NATO right now. Just look at the NATO map and then imagine instead of that um, that that nice, cozy NATO uh, emblem or logo, just imagine the swastika. And think about all the, the ground that they have picked up and they continue to pick up and that's all without firing a shot and as and how do they do it well klaus schwab told you uh the world economic forum has only really come to peep the forefront of people's minds a little bit more in the last couple of years but it has existed this kind of mindset has existed under the under the flag of so many different organizations since the end of world war one with the, the, the council on foreign Relations. Founding and the League of Nations and the Trilateral Commission, and now we have everything out there's ten thousand NGOs all working to the same end and and they're telling you right th- out there in in um and bragging uh, in the way that they do it that they have their groomed students their their own Mickey Mouse Club has been infiltrating the cabinets of Western countries governments for many years, that Justin Trudeau and many of his cabinet members out there, they are aligned with the agenda of a foreign internationalist body, and that they are probably taking those orders, and they're implementing it domestically. I mean, this is incredible to have all of these countries fall in the way that they have without a shot being fired by, by making it seem like democracy is just flourishing in places like Canada. They have these ridiculous these ridiculous clownish prime ministers like Justin Trudeau dancing around in, in every costume known to man, looking like they're they're, they're secular men of the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is just what it is. So World War Three, I I mean, we're probably onto World War Five right now. We don't even know it.
0: These people are psychotic, man. Look at yeah. these torture pictures right out of Ukraine. This is what they're doing. If you say the wrong thing, the Azov Brigade hears you. This is what they do. Because we got to support Ukraine, Frank. Because they're the victims. And, I, and this is what kills me, dude. In 2014, I wrote an article, Ukraine, where the dollar goes to die. And I, and I, and I went into detail about the Maidan coup. I went into detail about what has happened with Zelensky. With hell, I was I was in contact with somebody that was working directly for Igor uh, Kolomoisky, which is the oligarch that is like one of the head oligarchs there in Ukraine. The guy who funded um, Zelensky, who while he was running for president was speaking Russian on his campaign trail, talking about how he wants to make things normal with Russia, right, normalize relationships, and now we see what happened. And and I I'm, knew I'm this, this day was coming, and it needed to come because the Azov Brigade has massacred north of 20,000 people in the last eight years. I mean, the most atrocious Nazi thing from, from everything, from castrating Russian men and then killing them, right, to, to dump mass graves, you name it. It's all there. And this is what they're doing on the public for people to see. And now all of a sudden, bro, in the last month or two, all these dingbats on social media are now all experts on Ukraine? They're all coming. From, oh, we need to support Ukraine. Why? It's a it's it's a made up country. It's a composite country. They speak a bastardized form of Russian. Okay, the country didn't come into being until what nineteen ninety six. I mean, come on, it's it's, it's
2: preposterous, man. I, I I never get see when, and I and I saw this thread. I saw this thread of the you know of the the beatings and the the the, the canings and all yep. that stuff. And it's just incredible. Uh, I, as far as the the, the histories out there, the, the the cultural tribal histories, the 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 the, the linguistic um, uh, history out there, I, I always try to separate myself from from what the average person lives, and, and what their uh, their family has been through, and where they all come from. To what, as you say, what we're really looking at in a mainstream public Public uh, domain. We're talking about governments that are not what they seem. That they have been completely, they have been completely made up, infiltrated. There is a proxy war that is going on constantly ever since ever since 1947. Uh, you know, we we look at the end of World War II, we see the emergence of the national security state as we know it, the modern national security state over here in the U.S., and immediately. We go out into the world and we and we launch Operation Gladio. Yep. And that Gladio model has has been mutated and it has been reapplied to almost every every uh, 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 continent on Earth, whether it be in uh, in Indochina and in, uh, in the Middle East and Africa and South America, of course, Eastern Europe now. That that color revolution model has been brought right here to the United States, especially uh, especially rearing its head and becoming more pronounced in 2020. So it, it's the same thing over and over again, and that's what I I, I hope that as time goes on, we'll be able to see a little bit more of what's really at play because this whole stand with Ukraine, uh, Russia Russia's uh, unprovoked attack. Uh, narrative is just the most blue-pilled ridiculous nonsense when it when it we it's been on the books for years now yep years what's been going on out there and to see this happening to 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 people is uh is disturbing as hell
0: it's unbelievable man look at this guy this guy's gonna die of hypothermia in the cold just unbelievable you're gonna die taped to a tree
2: yeah, taped to a tree.
1: Yeah, with your pants pulled down, beaten. I mean, this can't be disinformation, right? Like, there's too many examples of this coming out because disinformation works on both sides, right? Like, let's, let's face it, it does. I mean, it, it, it happens. But, I mean, this is this is crazy. These are probably Please. innocent people who either refuse to pick up a weapon, you know, maybe they try to evade and try to leave the territory yep. that they were demanded that they can't leave, That they need mm-hmm. the weapon, the, the human shields that are in these territories... I mean, there's just too many examples of this for it to be like, you know, controlled opposition or controlled media that, hey, we need to put this out there. I think it's going to backfire. You know how uh, Musk has provided them access to Starlink and, you know, to keep the technology and in the in the media. I mean, these people are not struggling right They're, it, You know, Zelensky would not even be able to allow to communicate at this point if Russia was truly out there trying to eliminate all infrastructure. Right. It, it, yeah, it wouldn't happen. You know, he, it wouldn't happen. So I think that access to the internet and the connectivity that 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 not only the Russian people living in Ukraine, but you know, numerous people there's people are rising up against this. And I so I think that whole technology aspect is going to backfire against the narrative that Zelensky mm-hmm. wants the people to to believe. And I'm not, you know, and, and I, I I see what you're saying, Frank, in terms of like you know the whole idea around the the human toll. It's 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 tragic. It's like terrible. It's like you know, come, let's come to a piece still here. Let's exit this. And, you know, I mean, this is just crazy that these people are living through this. And, and Zelensky is such a puppet. Um, you know, he, he's given, he's directed as, as to what to say, his actions. And, and most people don't even know this, but there was an actual uh, movie made, but I think you alluded to the media person that funded him and, you know, gave him all the money, but where they actually had like uh, a, a movie where he was like a celebrity type uh, president even before his election. It's just, it's just insane. It's like, you know, we're, we've arrived at the twilight zone basically.
2: Yep. Yeah. You know, uh, and here's the, the thing I, I always try to c- come back around to is uh, like, I brought up the whole gladio kind of uh, approach to the world. You have these, these covert proxy operations going on all over the place. And it's going on for years, especially during times where we had our we had our most cherished distractions here at home. You know, while we were, we were we were happily following our favorite sports teams and anything else for many many years, especially in our youth, in in our name on our dollar, people's lives all over the world were being ruined, and this was for one reason or another that was unbeknownst to us. And then what happens is that these covert operations they start spilling over into the mainstream as mainstream conflicts when they cannot control the fallout anymore yep. and then that is when our societies at large are recruited into taking a side in a conflict we had no part in but it was done in our names and then we're told that if we have an opinion on 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 what was going on here once we start looking into the roots of one co- a one problem or another that we are unpatriotic we're with the terrorists we're pro-nazi we're pro-russian it's it's the most it's the most heinous thing and and then to see that a, a a conflict like this one comes to blows and and then we get the people the the people who started it and their media telling us oh my god look women and children are being displaced oh yeah civilians died well it's it's war of course
0: babies are kicked out of incubators oh my god we have to invade weapons of mass destruction
2: yeah i mean it's a war it's a war that you in the media and all your handlers in government had a huge hand a primary hand in creating don't don't have it you you expect what we have to gasp because there's there's (gasps) there's collateral damage because there's collateral damage in a in a military conflict of course there's going to be nobody's rooting that on but uh, but it's just the, the arm twisting is um, is just sick. It really is. I you know
1: I say it several times, Frank. That you know whether I'm blasting the military for their decisions or the intelligence offices. That you know, listen, like I'm pro America. I'm pro freedom. I'm pro liberty. However, Washington D.C. has been completely disconnected from the American people. They no longer represent. Americans and, and patriots. They represent special interests, corporations, and that's it. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Very well said. Frank,
0: we're at the end of the show, my man. I want to thank you for joining in. Any last things you want to say? I
2: know, you you know you're you going your, you. to be back on with you guys. And, and uh, anytime you like me to come hang out, we can talk about lighter subjects we can talk about whatever the hell you want and i still we gotta we'll do, do any-
1: makeup tutorials next month
2: frank yeah yes. yeah. yeah something like that <laughs> for no, YouTube, for the youtube algos uh, uh, yeah, yeah, something to tickle the algorithms pink my god <laughs> I, I swear it's it's getting harder and harder but uh i'd love to come back whenever i'd love to have you guys on with me as well i know velez is coming on uh sometime in in in, in april but yeah. We gotta do a round table or something and, and um, uh, am again if you could do it
0: uh do you do you usually do in the like afternoons or
2: evenings? Uh, it, evenings. It's Monday through Friday, seven p.m. to nine p.m. Okay. But, but uh, let me know which uh, evening I'll, I'll, I'll be on. During the uh during the summer, during yeah. the, the late spring, I wanna do more stuff during this time of day, even if it's just you know outside and whatever the hell in the you back buy fire pit wouldn't that be cool
1: have fire pits outside
2: and have a real yeah. fireside chat have some
1: tequila <laughs> yes
2: absolutely i would love that <laughs> yeah, and it's some some cigars and oh dude good.
0: now you're talking now absolutely.
2: you're talking i got oh, a good God. good hookup for you guys if you want some good hand-rolled cigars from new york over here
0: oh hell yeah absolutely well,
2: bro you let me know hey the dominican ones or what no, 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 it, it's from the, it, what, what are they? I think most of it, I think most of the, the, the tobacco comes from maybe Nicaragua. Oh, got it. Because that's where all the best, uh, the best leaf is coming from now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but they're in the Bronx, lefties. Nice. I got to send you guys some, <laughs> some smokes and, and whenever we have our little backyard uh, joint uh, session, we'll all make sure that we light up together.
0: Hell yeah, that'll be dope, time. man. That'll, that'll be a hell of a video for sure.
2: Well, thanks again, guys. It's been wonderful. Absolutely.
0: Frank, from quite frankly, folks, go check out, go check him out, quite frankly.tv. Quite frankly, TV. Subscribe to his website, his podcast, his channels. Make sure you do it. Support him. Quite frankly, TV. And with that being said, we're over and out.